Welcome to the Modern Rustic. I'm Russell. I'm Zach. We are a community-based podcast from the heart of the Fraser Valley, where we have classic conversations about our current culture and the impact we have on it. Welcome to the show, John. Welcome Thank to the show, you. John. Good to be here. It's good to be on the podcast. Yes. A big, big fan. Really? <laughs> That's... Long, long time listener. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's really an honor to finally be here. That's... Really nice of you to say, but I know you're lying. <laughs> because we haven't put anything on the internet yet. Well, I will be a long time listener, I'm sure. I was actually, I was thinking today that we should just put our episodes on the internet, but just not tell anybody yet. Mm-hmm. So and then just we see kinda, who finds it okay. organically. That, and then we kind of like get an idea of like how it looks. and But yeah, that too as well. Yeah. yeah. See who like just stumbles across it. I, I don't really know how you search for podcasts. Have you come up with a name for this podcast yet? Yeah, so our podcast is called Modern Rustic. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Modern Thank you. Rustic. I like it, too. That's really good. It's actually yeah. Zach picked it up. Wow. Yeah. It was your idea. Yes, right. I came up with it. It was like on this very long right. list of podcast names that I had, and I went down some weird rabbit holes thinking of <laughs> yeah, I an interesting it. name. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, it was, and it was actually came down to Modern Rustic and Discuss with Russ. Okay. But I didn't want it to, like, have my name in it. Right. I think Modern Rustic is better. Yeah. You still I get the too. name, but exactly. it's, it's not like... Yeah. It still kind of has your name yeah. in it. Like, Modern Rustic. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's, so it's like, okay, I'm still... I feel like I'm still involved but right. not like in a conceited way where it's like oh it's about me guys it's about me it's sneaky it's sneaky. sneaky it's sneaky and it's impactful like i think the name is kind of speaks to a little bit of what we discuss and and uh i think it more than just hey this is a discussion podcast where mm-hmm. it's like okay this is a a podcast where we discuss you know how all sorts of different topics but a lot of it is you know our our our, th- our tagline is classic conversation or what was it new ideas with classic conversation okay. right yeah. like so like a, a pairing of new and old which is essentially what the modern rustic right. movement is right yeah and that's essentially what you are so that's like perfect. you know what i i do identify as a modern rustic yes thank you for noticing <laughs> well, i think yeah. a lot of the people will end up having on kind of have that ideology too exactly like, yeah. i mean yeah. we're gonna end up having a lot of farmers and whatnot right. on so farmers and beer people and oh wow that's really good stuff it is what are we drinking in again zach this is bullet bourbon bullet bourbon okay it's a it's a go-to whenever i'm gonna pick up a bottle of whiskey that's usually what i go for i like the bottle style because it's Mm -hmm. it's, frontier whiskey what does that even mean Uh, it doesn't matter it sounds cool it does frontier whiskey it's like yeah it's rustic almost (laughs) <laughs> we're yet. gonna say that every time something happens <laughs> uh, oh man what was the there was a movie called Bullet right probably yeah no that's a Steve McQueen movie yep okay that was a while ago okay. I like the bottle that's good that's solid how long has that been sitting in your cupboard though be honest I bought that on Monday oh oh so yeah. I was expecting a lot longer yeah. I apologize yeah, yeah not that that's long good. All right. Yeah. John, would you like to try? We are sampling this <laughs> the, evening the Tim Biebs, yeah, the new product from Tim Hortons. I'll try one. And I'll also try Justin one. Bieber. I actually was having this conversation with someone the other day. Actually, with my family at Tim Hortons. Okay. Because we were going to get some Tim Biebs, and I was like, nah, they're way too much sugar. But how how do you think that business deal went down? 
Do you think that Justin Bieber gets like a half a cent off of every Timbit sold? Mm, okay. Or do you think he's just like, hey, I'm going to throw my name on here. I want Timbit's named after me. And, you know, you give me like a chunk of change. I, I imagine it's just like a lump sum payout. Yeah, that's Probably. that's what I think. That's what I think. Celebrities I think don't do anything for free, no. especially. Oh, no. No, I think it's pro- Tim Hortons is like, hey, you know who's famous and Canadian? Anne Murray. Oh, also, <laughs> also a solid option. Yeah. But in this case, they went with Justin Bieber instead. I mean, he's probably, arguably, the most famous Canadian alive today. And I say that arguably yeah, because arguably. I don't he's want him there. to be. He's up there. I, I don't know if he's... You have a lot of famous Canadians. There's a lot of famous Canadians. I mean, Ryan Reynolds. I, Ryan I Reynolds, was going to say, do you Jim think he's Carey. more famous than Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. They're, he they, might be. They travel in different streams of media, right? right. So mm-hmm. that's it's hard to say. Because Drake. Drake. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah. yeah. I would I say... I forget he's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I think some people want to. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I Canada makes a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, we do. Have you guys seen any of the advertisements for these, like on YouTube, Instagram, whatever? Yeah, the Timbits. Yeah, like the the Timbies. The Timbies. Is he in the advertisement? Yeah, yeah he is. Okay, tell yeah. me about it. Break well, down. I mean, like I, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is like he's in a boardroom. <laughs> And he's like, all right, we're going to do Timbits. What kind of flavors should we do? And it's like, you know, whatever. Mm. But point being, he looks a lot like Ellen DeGeneres these days. (laughs) 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 Like, at at first when I saw him, I was like, is that Ellen? But it wasn't. It was Justin Bieber. (laughs) That'd be funny if you watched the whole commercial thinking it was Ellen, (laughs) and then they say the name at the end, and it's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's... it's uncanny, honestly. Really? You yeah. think he looks like Ellen DeGeneres? He really yeah. does. I don't think Ellen DeGeneres is going to be in a lot of commercials. I No, no she, her, 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 uh, her credibility, is, her career is, is pretty tanking yeah. pretty hard. Well, okay, that happened because she was like she was basically just a jerk to everyone on set. Yeah, there were a bunch of things that a bunch of her staff complained, and then there were a bunch of, like, uh, I guess, celebrity guests that were on her show that sort of were like, oh, this was a little bit crossing the line, or, like, wasn't comfortable with this oh i see like, so, like she pushes just, like yeah like, like she's basically far. just like a mean-spirited yeah person exactly so that was basically it. just all really? the everything yeah. came out was a bunch of different people saying like yeah she was actually really mean and didn't treat me well wow. working on the show or being a guest on the show like i kind of heard about it but i try not to pay attention yeah. to too much of this like oh this celebrity is actually yeah, a, a real jerk like mm, much, okay whatever like most celebrities probably are jerks Hmm. They just, they're really good at acting and they're right. really good Which at... Which Ellen was really good at acting. That's the thing. <laughs> right? Her, literally, her entire career... Was how her, friendly and nice. Her and image, and, yeah. 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 It's based on her being a great person and giving away free things yeah. and donating to charity and having great conversations and doing yeah. fun things. That's wild. Yeah. My family always used to watch the, the Ellen talk show growing up. Like, it was just on a lot. And I always did get, like, a weird vibe from her. Like, she kind of has these cold eyes. Right. That, like, like she just seemed a little bit robotic a lot of the time. So I, I kind of had a vibe about her for a long time, okay. and nobody believed me. Really? But, yeah. I kind of, I had a feeling that she was, like, not as nice and right. whatever as she let on. But hmm. I feel like it's the case for a lot of talk show hosts. That they're yeah. Kinda, so. I think you have, there has to be a certain type of person to be a talk show host. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it's like, oh, I'm the best person around, like right. the friendliest person ever and the most heartfelt person. I don't think I mean, that's the, how it the works. The only talk show host that I actually like 
is Conan O'Brien. Really? Yeah. And Stephen Colbert. Yeah. So those two. Is, like everybody else is kind of like, eh. Is Bill Mayer still a talk show host? Bill Maher. Yeah. Bill is that Maher. how you say it? Yeah, it's Maher. Oh, is it Bill Maher? Yeah. I always I said the H. I, I always thought it was Mayer too. I think he's still around. I don't know if he still has that same show. He has a show because I see him on video clips all the time. Yeah. Because he's, actually a lot of stuff he says is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know what he does. Yeah. Like he has his own show or is, I'm not sure. I don't even know what it's called. He had a show that was like kind of like the Colbert Report, right? It was like kind of similar, just him behind a desk. Talking yeah, about essentially, stuff. essentially. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I didn't grow up watching like late night TV right. or talk shows or anything yeah. like that. So I'm like, I am so out of the loop <laughs> on all that yeah, stuff. Like, I don't, fair. you know, like it was back in the day. It was, it was, it was the Carson Show right. and whatever. I don't even remember. David Letterman and David Letterman, and now it's like, oh, Conan got this guy's slot, and now he has the yeah. show. I don't even. There's so get, much politics behind. There's it, so much yeah. politics. It's crazy. And like you kind of like. You can, if you listen to like some celebrities like talk about it on podcasts and stuff, they're like, yeah. it was like cutthroat. Right. And they were like, oh, everyone was always vying for your spot. Like, as soon as you like were weak, were seemed weak, they like tried to get you off the show. I'm like, yeah. what a ridiculous yeah, notion. Yeah. Why? It, I don't get it. And you're just, you just ask people questions and just, yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly, anybody could, do, well. I'm not going to say it. You're I'm doing it right it. now. <laughs> Imagine wanting to have a show where you just ask people questions. Like it's, so, it's almost unfathomable, yeah, you know, really. I see what you're getting at with your thinly veiled comments. <laughs> These are good timbits. Yeah, the, I just had the chocolate one. It's not bad. You know Justin Bieber knows what he's doing. I mean, he's been eating timbits since he was just a little little gaffer. Yeah. When he, he grew up in Ontario, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I I mean, he does know what he's doing in some things, I'm sure. Right. But I'm sure he also has a lot of people that he pays well for him them to do things well for him. Yeah, probably. Like, did he actually come up with these ideas? <laughs> I can almost guarantee he did. <laughs> I can almost guarantee yeah. you that Tim Hortons probably went to him. Right. Because probably. I think Tim Hortons has been lagging recently, uh -huh. and I think that they're looking for, like, something like this yeah, to kind I, of boost I buy it, I buy it. Although they they do roll up the rim to win twice a year now, oh really? But and they, it's all online. You, yeah, that's the thing. I haven't done yeah, it because I really like the like. Yeah. Oh, the I like the physicality. I like the physical yes. rolling up the rim and seeing the thing underneath. The, but I don't want to like yeah. download an app on my phone and do it that way. No, it's it's silly. But the thing is that you win every time on the app. Oh really? I think that's the that or huh. was it that? I don't know. I don't really go to Tim Hortons. That's the, yeah. That's the thing. I never go to Tim Hortons either. Yeah. I don't know. Like I went to McDonald's once. Uh, with family during Monopoly. Oh, yeah. And we had, like, by the end of the meal, we had, like, ten different Monopoly stickers. And then I'm like, well, I'll keep these in my pocket for another month and uh, <laughs> see if I ever go back to McDonald's. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And we never did before Monopoly was over, so I threw it out. <laughs> but, my sister-in-law won a Keurig from, uh, from Monopoly this year. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. First person I've ever known to actually win something other than a free cheeseburger yeah, from McDonald's yeah. Monopoly. I think my, my sister won a bike from Tim Hortons once. Oh, wow. Mm. One year, yeah. That's a good prize. Yeah. That's pretty good. She might still have it. I don't know, but it was years ago. What color is it? Red. And it had, like, Tim Hortons written on the side. Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of cool, actually. It was, like, I one mean, of those old, like, Dutch bikes that you'd see oh, yeah. Yeah. riding along the canals. It was cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I want to do that once. Like, I've never been to the Netherlands. Right. I really want to go. To the motherland? To the motherland, yeah. yeah no no offense, Zach. 
None taken. Because your family's Dutch, right? 100%. Is your family Dutch? My family's Dutch. Oh, okay. Super Dutch. Dutch. All right. Well, yeah. I'll just sit out of this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> probably, John's probably more Dutch than I am. Oh, yeah? Because he... John, tell us how many siblings you have. 11. You have 11 <laughs> siblings? 11 siblings, yeah. Holy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... What is that like? Uh, you know, it's... I mean, so the the older ones are half siblings, so six of them are half siblings, and then mm. the younger five are my full siblings. Even that though, six and five, yeah, like, that's still so like growing up. Most of the older ones were pretty much already moved out, okay, like married and whatever, doing their own thing. It's like a whole different family, right? Yeah. So I didn't really like grow up with them in the house that much. It was oh, more okay. just like they come over every once in a while to visit. Uh, Do you see those as more of like? an uncle figure i did yeah i remember as a kid i always did especially because i had like nephews around my age like mm-hmm. nephews and nieces and they'd always call them like uncle or aunt whatever right, right. so, you so i got confused yeah. and i went along with that i remember a couple times and then they'd always be like no no no, that's not that's not <laughs> what it is like. so i was like oh, okay i mean at that age like who cares yeah exactly yeah. you don't know right so but yeah i always definitely saw them as not not necessarily especially with the age difference too and everything right but yeah that's fair mm-hmm. yeah so. Wow, that's crazy though. That's a huge family. Yeah. yeah, I thought I had a big family, but that's like how many siblings do you have? Well, I only have one sibling, okay. but my mom has three siblings, and they each have two or more kids. Oh, okay. So I grew that's up with like a lot family. of cousins. Yeah, which who were like all around the same age. Right. So. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think I've got like twelve cousins on one side, and I've only got a couple on the other side. But it's it's always interesting, like those that like. You know, West or what is that? Eastern Europe? No, Western Europe. What the Netherlands? The, that's Western Europe. That's right? Western yeah. Europe. Yeah. Sure, Western Europe. The the ideas that like immigrants come with, and like then the yeah. traditions and the and the way they live, and then it's over the next you know fifty years how it some things stay right. and some things don't. It's like, oh, you got to have a big family. Where it's like, okay, now it's 2021. Do I need a big family? So right. backing up a little bit, is that like a Dutch thing, like having a big, big family? Families? I think I'm probably less so now. Yes. But I, I think it's also like a, you know, c- couple of generations ago thing. Right. Because I don't imagine people in, the, in Holland now have massive families. Probably not, just because it's a really small extent. country and they probably can't yeah. fit them. Yeah, but I think it, it used to be very much <laughs> It's back to the brim. Yeah. 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 It, I think it's a European thing and it's an immigrant thing, but it's yeah. also a sign of the times because, I mean, a hundred, I mean, not a hundred years ago, but sure, a hundred years ago, I mean, even 50 years ago, we didn't have the birth control we have now. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have any sort of contraceptive worth its salt. Well, and you think about it, I mean, going back probably further than, you know, the past couple of generations, the mortality rates was a lot higher. So mm-hmm. yeah. you would have a bunch of kids, but most of them would probably die yeah. anyways. And just and, people in general died younger. Too. Yeah, exactly. And people yeah. died younger. And if, especially if you were in, like, agriculture, you needed to have kids to mm-hmm. help you on the farm, right? Yeah, you couldn't yeah. afford to hire You couldn't afford to hire people. No, you had to make people. And so I know even, like, um, yeah, like with my parents and like hearing stories about my grandparents, whatever, that that was the case too, is that they like would go to school until like middle school and then drop out and work yep. on the farm. Yeah. yeah. My grandfather made it to like seventh grade. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, this is enough for me. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. So like a high school education was not common. No, right? not so. at all. And you know what? He did very well. Yeah, exactly. Himself. That's the so, thing. They, <laughs> they did well. Yeah. I mean, probably yours more than anything. Oh yeah. He, I mean, yeah, he. He immigrated here and uh, started his own business, basically, to get by, so...
John, what? I'm going to... Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. you go ahead. No, no, you go. Well, I was going to say, what does your family do? Oh, so my... Um, <clears throat> so my... My family has an egg factory now, so they oh, do, like okay. egg production, um, getting it in from farms, and then making like pasteurizing it, making liquid egg okay. products, things like that. A lot of it goes to like restaurants or cruise ships. Okay, like gotcha. That. That. Um, so my grandfather started that. Um, initially, he came and he he came to Canada and he got a a, a van and he just they lived in New West at the time. So okay. he'd just go down to the docks in the morning and he'd buy the fish from the fishermen that came in. And then he'd drive around and sell it door to door. Um, but then they also had like a, a bit of an egg farm. So over time, he started putting eggs into his route as well and selling those. Oh, and he I found see. that those sold a lot better than the fish. Oh, okay. So they just switched to egg production full time and then everything kind of went from there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. And I mean, I feel like you're you're not making it sound as big as it. No, is. there's a lot more to it than that's the that's the Sparks Notes version of it. Yeah, there's that's where it really that. started. But I mean, yeah. it's a multi international. Yeah, it's grown. Company. It's grown. Quite I'm a bit sure it's then. probably in the hundreds of millions in revenue. And yeah, I'm, I'm not sure exactly, but uh, I'm not sure either. I'd have to see your books. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have them with you today? Or? No, I <laughs> Sorry, if you guys are giving me a heads up, I would have brought them. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Ah, that's interesting. But uh, I, I I liked that like a couple years ago when <laughs> your grandpa or no, they wrote that book. Oh, my dad wrote. Yeah, that yeah, book. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wrote, so my dad wrote a book, uh, basically covering the business. So he's wrote two copies of it now. Actually, it just came out the second. Really? Book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it goes from. Can the, I get it on Amazon? Uh, unfortunately, it's it's. I don't think it's sold on Amazon. I don't think it's sold anywhere, to be honest. <laughs> but I can I can get you a copy. I can get you a copy. All right, yeah, I'm interested. Uh, but yeah, it basically just covers like the business from, uh, from like its founding to where it is today, basically. So mm. yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's interesting yeah. to read, especially I didn't know my uh, grandfather personally, so to be able to read that, like the perspective that you know the stories about him and, and yeah. everything that he did is really cool. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you feel? I know I, and I kind of I. I'm not sure what direction to ask this question, but like in my experience, you know, I, the question of how do you interpret the word legacy? Ooh, legacy. That's a good question. Because, you know, for me, it's, you know, I'm a dairy farmer. It's a multi-generational operation, you know, but I'm the only son, you know, I'm the only one. Right. In, that I'm the only one working in that, in, on the farm, you right. know, I'm in line to inherit the farm, you okay. know, I work my ass off, yeah. you know, do the work, but, you know, but there's also certain ideals that you want to uphold because you know your your parents before you had that and they were successful and etc etc but you being in your situation you have so many siblings yeah you're not even involved in the operation no not directly you you know i worked in the business from time to time mostly in like high school whatever Mm -hmm. over the summers and evenings kind of thing um but now i don't really have any direct involvement in it what do you Um, do now now Mm -hmm. i work at um UBC basically I do um, development um, so a lot of like donor relations and um, things like that mm-hmm. out in Vancouver uh, so I've just been doing that for the past couple months but I've been in nonprofit work for the past year or so oh, before cool. that I was doing a different uh, at Archway Community Services here in Amsterdam hmm. um, I was doing a transportation program there so I think that's sort of my area that I'm my niche that I'm getting more into is is nonprofit interesting um, yeah, I, I work a little bit with nonprofits just because, like, the board, the, the, like, the ag boards that I sit on are, right. are usually nonprofits, right. et cetera. But it's not really a nonprofit. Yeah, it's it more, is, but it's, it, yeah, yeah, it is. But it's it's not like, oh, we 
you know, help people. Right. Anyway. It's more of like, oh, we supply, you know, content for other farmers, right. et cetera, et right. cetera. Which is important. Hey, oh, I agree. Yeah. It's very important. That's why I, I invest heavily, my time heavily in it. But, interesting. I Do you... Do you think that if you had stayed at Archway, then you you would have been like swamped now because of all the flooding? Like yeah, stuff? I I wonder about that. I um, <clears throat> so I heard that they I know they closed down for a little bit because of the flooding because I think and they had to shut down a bunch of their programs. Um, yeah, especially I mean, so the role I was doing at Archway, um, <clears throat> I was managing the community van program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called so basically it was providing uh, low cost transportation to people in Abbotsford because Abbotsford public transit isn't. The best, especially. It's not great. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. It's I've, not great. I've never heard a lot of people say good things. No, and especially because a lot of the population that I served were vulnerable, like seniors and, mm. and people with mobility issues, things like that, that couldn't really use public transit anyways. That reminded me. So this was basically like a, a taxi service where they would call me, whatever I would send, you know, book their ride for mm. them. They would say, "Oh, I need to be picked up," you know, here I have an appointment at this place at this time, whatever, and I would arrange the ride and transportation for them for that day. Um, and then we had a, a small cost for it just to kind of go back in this program and keep going, but it only worked out to be, I think, 54 cents per kilometer. So 54 oh, cents a yeah, kilometer? Yeah, so really, wow. really low. Um, and some people couldn't even afford that, to be honest. So we always yeah. kind of had a little bit of wiggle room of, of flexibility yeah. there because it's, you know, it's a non-profit program, so it's meant to help them. Of course. Um, I always laugh at that because, like, you're trying to help people that have, like, no money. And yeah, it's exactly. Like, we're not going to actually yeah. kick you off the bus no. if you don't pay. And it, like, I think it, it evened out in the end because there were people with more than enough money that were happy to donate some mm-hmm. to the program, right? So it's like you had some people that couldn't pay at all and some people that paid more than they needed to. So at right. the end of the day, I think it all kind of evened out, um, which is good. Um, but, yeah, and I know after I left the position i still did a little bit of work for them helping drive for a little bit oh, wow. um and they had a you know because that was right when we had like the the rain and the, the cold snap and all that kind of stuff so the emergency weather shelter opened up mm-hmm. um so i helped driving around some people to the shelters in Abbotsford a couple nights here and there mm. thank um, you for your service John. Yeah. i appreciate I'm happy, that. i'm happy to do it yeah especially i don't know for me the big reason i wanted to, to volunteer is because having managing that program i had volunteer drivers that were working with me and just seeing like the work that they put in and it's like okay i go in every day and do this and i get paid to do this <laughs> but like you're just giving up your free time to do this and like you know so it's like okay i want to yeah. be able to give back a little bit right so yeah you can't stand by and be like oh that's not my problem i'm not yeah, gonna, exactly. i'm not gonna do that exactly kind of hard to turn the other cheek no and it's yeah. like and you know part of it's like i built this program up and and so like i'm leaving it and i want it to continue right so i want mm-hmm. to be able to help out while I can still and, and make sure that it's still there, right? Right. So. Yeah, they do a lot of good work. I Googled it not that long ago, and they, okay. there's like 90 programs or something yeah. like that. It's stupid. Yeah, they have, a, they have a ton of stuff that they do. I really like, what was it? It's called like Talia's Closet. Oh, yeah. Where they like rent out or they, yeah, they rent, out. rent out like prom dresses and suits yes. and stuff like that. For, oh, that's cool. Um, for like high school students who couldn't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is great, and yeah. then I know that I know a lot of people that benefited from the the baby one, the oh, best, be, for ba- best for babies, best for babies, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they got they have a ton of different stuff, a ton of different departments. Uh, it's such a great organization. It was good to work for them. It's such a yeah. good experience. So, I'm glad. I'm glad. Do you think? I feel like Abbotsford would be a way different place if we didn't have services like that. Because there's so yeah. many of those programs that go totally under the radar. Yeah. And people don't realize how much good they do. Yeah, I think so. Do they need more people? Well, I mean, I'm sure they always need more people, but what's the volunteer situation there? 
Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, obviously, I guess it probably depends program to program. I can't speak to all the different programs right. at Archway Rate and volunteers, but um, yeah, I'm sure they're always happy for for people to chip in and and help out where they can. Right. I think it's uh, uh, you know, especially with you know the floods and everything that have been happening, um, which it's been so cool to see the like outpouring of like donations and response it's and crazy helping out yeah. and even just like going on instagram and seeing somebody that's like hey if you're stuck i have a boat and i can come help you out or like, yeah. if you need a place to stay right like you can come stay at my place or whatever right that that's been like to me that's the good thing that's come out of all of this is it's so mm-hmm. cool to see that and be like wow like the community cares about they each do. other and everybody else yeah, yeah it's really powerful know, over the so past powerful. couple of weeks it's you know i'm i'm part of a couple of like the the like the volunteer like help groups for the flood relief and and you know there's so many people i think that pride is a problem especially now because there's a lot of people that need help but they're not asking for it which i hate yeah i absolutely hate that because i am sitting at home and i'm like i could be helping people you know clean their basements out and all this stuff right and i've done a little bit of that but mostly in like the the dairy like the farmers, like I, we helped with cattle and right. we helped those guys out when they were evacuating both times. But it, yeah, I, I agree. I'm really, I'm touched to see all these people like banding together. Definitely, yeah. And yeah, it's nice. I yeah. like it. It's, it's, it's heartfelt. Yeah. Abbotsford is a, is a solid place to live. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a great community. So. And those, those Sumas people are resilient. Yeah. No kidding. Like wow. I know people that went like four days without sleeping mm-hmm. and it's like, they're just trying to get their stuff out of there yeah. and they're getting evacuated. Ah, it's crazy. Yeah. Did uh, you know anyone that was really hit hard by it or? Uh, not personally. No, I have heard the stories, um, you know, of people who have been mm-hmm. impacted by it, but, uh, thankfully everybody that I know in Abbotsford has been relatively okay. Good. Right, other than you know maybe having some roadblocks and stuff like that to get over, mm-hmm. but uh, no, no major damages or anything. So. I work with a guy who lived in the Sumas Prairie. Oh wow! Yeah, he uh, he was. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess I probably shouldn't say exactly where he lives. Oh, right. I'd probably give away <laughs> who he is. But uh, yeah, I work with a guy who had to get evacuated. Wow. Uh, both of his vehicles got written off. Uh, his wow. house. It was like he said he was in his house at the worst of it because he was one of those people that just refused to uh, leave his okay. house. Yeah. But at the worst of it, he said uh, he was under four feet of water. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, like his water was above his countertops in his kitchen. Wow. And he was like just trying to grab as much stuff as he could swimming around his house. So, huh. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like It really sucks to see all that. But again, like you guys were saying, like seeing people pull together and like yeah. help each other out is really, really cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, this is me thanking anybody who's listening that helped out. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so what are you doing now, John? You said you were at the... Uh... Yeah, so I work at... Um, well, it's Vancouver School of Theology. It's on the UBC campus. Um, so it's sort of connected. Okay, I mean, let's school. not run past that too quick. I mean, that, that sure, sounds sure, sure, really sure. official. Right. That sounds really official. Um, yeah, so I do development. Um, so a lot of it is is donor relation um, and just sort of, I guess, like consulting stuff, mm. you know, figuring out how to improve different aspects and programs, things like that. Uh, grant applications, all that kind of stuff. So, okay. a lot of the administrative stuff of yeah, the yeah, nonprofit yeah, yeah. side of things. Um, you know what? You really are giving off like a professor vibe today. <laughs> yeah, you do look like a professor for With sure. My uh, my uh, fleece. You're like yeah, zip sweater. up little fleece sweater yeah. and the glasses. The big thin frame yeah. glasses. Yeah. See, that's the look I was going for. So it's it's, it's working. It uh, really thanks, is. Thanks. 
I'm sad that they're not. Get a tweed jacket. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. It's the elbow pads. Get tenure, you'll be good. <laughs> Get tenure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always like it when. That, 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 like, that's in movies all the time where they're like, oh, I've got tenure, I can say anything. Right. I just. I laugh at that every time. Yeah. I don't know that's quite how it works. But... I don't really know how that works, actually. I feel like, especially in today's world, you can't ever just say anything oh no not anymore not at all especially in the academics world yeah like they fire people so So quick quick. these days super quick yeah so it's not uh yeah not the easiest time to be no (sighs) are you still rock climbing uh a little bit i haven't been as much i think you know once the weather got colder and everything i kind of i've been doing more just the regular gym again uh, but every once in a while, I'll, I'll go rock climbing. Okay. Do some more indoor places. You I, go, like, out in the wild, or do you go, I, like, one of the gyms? Yeah, typically the gyms. I did. I have gone a few times out in the wild. I know Squamish is really good for outdoor rock yeah. climbing. Um, but typically, I'll go to rock climbing gyms around. I met a guy who runs the rock climbing gym in Abbotsford, uh, like, behind where the... The keg? Where is that? Oh, like yeah, keg. Yeah, yeah, over by the keg. Yeah, that's by the one that we went to. Project oh, Climbing okay. Center, yeah. Yeah, I met the guy that ran, runs oh, that okay. place once. Oh, cool. And, yeah, it's a, they got a good place there. Yeah, it's. I wanted to try it out, and never did. But it is exhausting. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's oh, a good workout. Yeah, it's yeah. a good workout. The first, well, John and I went with another two people once, yeah. and this is in the height of COVID. Okay. So everyone has to wear masks the yeah. whole time. Yeah, the which rock doesn't climb, help. Which is brutal. Yeah. I was constantly like hyperventilating, not hyperventilating, but I was like breathing heavy. Yeah. I was like, okay, I gotta stop climbing and like breathe for a minute and calm down. But it was super fun. Really, really fun. I, I imagine that would be really yeah, hard to do good. with a mask on. Yeah, it, it kind of clings to your face, especially yeah. if you start to sweat and whatever. Yeah, it's all and it's, wet. And, yeah, it, that part sucks. So why did you start rock climbing, John? Um, I really like being physically active. I think it's important to always have some physical activity in right. your like, regular routine. Um, so I was going to the gym for a while, and I just got bored of it. I think, yeah. like, I got bored of lifting weights. and We like, used to go to the gym together. We used to go to the gym together a lot. What was that, yeah. like, 2017? Yeah, that was a while ago. 2018? Back when we went to... Um, uh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash, which doesn't exist <laughs> doesn't anymore. <laughs> so, I, I like to take credit for that. Like, we put we Steve put Nash Steve out Nash of business. Out of <laughs> <laughs> uh, sadly, I, I don't think we can take credit for that. Because no. they just made a lot of I terrible... I think Steve Nash put Steve Nash out of business. I think that's true. That is 100% I heard that he true. sued them because he didn't. He stopped getting involved. I think I don't know. I haven't. I don't know all that. Stuff. Yeah, I believe the story was Steve Nash. He cut ties with the business itself, right. but they wanted to keep the name, which he didn't want. Which he didn't want because right. he's like, no, I'm taking my name with me yeah. if it's not going to be my so gyms anymore. He sued them over that. So he sued yeah. them for a bunch, and then so they were already low in cash and yeah. equities. So then they then COVID hit, right? And nobody went to the gym for like six months and they're like okay we're done yeah like this is ridiculous and they had they were only in bc right oh okay i didn't know that they were yeah so they had 23 locations across the province Mm. i believe my sister used to work because they're pretty big oh yeah stuff but uh yeah they had 23 locations they were one of the up-and-coming gyms Mm -hmm. um they had really good programs uh their classes were great i remember Mm. that but yeah they just couldn't cut it right these other gyms have like this huge they're bankrolled by these you know, bigger, you know, father companies and, right. you know, you've got Trevor Linden and yeah. what are the other gyms? Good Life. <laughs> Trevor, the, anytime. Uh, anytime. Planet, anytime. Planet, Planet Fitness. Yeah. 
Yeah. I would, I'm always amazed by how many gyms we have right? around here. Like, how in the world are that many people all going to different gyms and they're all still making enough money? Well, I mean, the interesting thing about the gym business model is that it kind of succeeds when a lot of people have the membership but don't go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, like they kind of count on that. Well, because they can't, their facilities aren't generally big enough that if everybody who had a membership went once a week, they wouldn't be able to fit everybody. No. That's so weird to yeah. have a business model based on people not using yeah. your services. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gyms are definitely built around the idea of people yeah. like, paying for the service and not using it. Oh right. yeah, I'm sh- they they always skyrocket in January when everyone is yeah. try- signs up. It's, oh, new year, new me. <laughs> I remember when we were at the gym back in the day, and then it was January. And and we're like, we're not going to go to the so gym packed. this week because it's so busy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then two weeks later, and then we talked to the, the people that work there, and they're like, oh, the trainers are like, give it two weeks, it'll yeah. calm down. Yeah. And, and we're back. like, okay. Yeah. And then it and then it did. And yeah. then it's like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. People are so soft. Like, they're like, ah, whatever, we tried it, we're done. Yeah. Which I don't ever understand the point of New Year's resolutions, personally. It's like, why, why January 1st? Yeah. You could at any time in the year say, you know what, this is something I want to change. I want to be more active or I want to stop eating so much junk food or I want to do this or not do that. But like, why do you just say like, oh, I'll leave it. I'll tell January 1st yeah. and then I'll turn my life around. Like, you're not going to magically wake up in 2022 and yeah. be like, yeah, you know what? I'm a new person and I can now do all this stuff that yeah. I wasn't strong enough to do back then. Like, yeah, people are too sentimental about that kind of stuff. Yeah. They are. They are. They think if you really wanted to change what you were doing, you would do it today. Exactly. Yeah. If you really yeah. cared, you, you really would cared. do it today. Yeah. yeah. You don't wait till New Year's because especially when you're like, oh, when they have like this, this like vague goal that they want to accomplish. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to get in shape. And, like <laughs> right. air quotes, in shape. What does that even mean? You're There's no way that you're going to yeah. keep that goal of getting in shape if you just right. say I'm going to get in shape. I always heard that when you set a goal, it needs to be Smart was the acronym. Yeah, smart. So specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time based. Oh, I like that. I think I heard that once too, but yeah. I don't remember what the letter stood for. <laughs> there you go. That, I think that's what they say. I may be, yeah. may be wrong. I, I think you're right. Yeah. I think I it's think, something like that. I think measurable is the most important thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. and realistic. Yeah, and realistic. And, like, yeah. and time based. I mean, they're all important. But yeah. I think, like, especially, like, yeah, if you set a goal that you know you can't achieve or that you're not realistically going to be able to achieve, right? right? Like, you have to set a small goal, right? So rather than saying even like, oh, I'm going to get jacked, just be like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym once a week. Yeah. Right? If that's more than you've been going to the gym already, that's you're an already that's an improvement, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, I think that the key thing, if you're going to set a goal for yourself, is put a number on it yeah. or multiple numbers and then set a time frame. Yeah. Because if I say, okay, I'm going to lose 10 pounds or I say, okay, I'm going to lose weight, right. it's to- two totally separate right. things. If you say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in six months yeah whatever right that's you know a a better goal because you have okay this is the time that i need to accomplish this goal and right this is how i'm going to work towards well it's actually a goal too like getting in shape isn't isn't really an ideal that you can chase no you'll always be chasing yeah 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 and then you don't ever receive that sense of accomplishment either when you get to check it off your list you're like i lost 10 pounds that's amazing i fulfilled my goal let's keep going Put another. Let's do another ten. You know. Yeah. It's you never get that if you're just like I'm gonna lose weight this year. Okay. Well, how much weight is enough weight? You don't know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But. <sighs> we should get back to the rock climbing thing because you were talking about why you got into it. You said you think it's right. important oh, to yeah. to do physical activity. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, so I, I, I think it's very important to like always be doing something active, um, but I also want to do something fun. Yeah, going to the gym is kind of so boring. Going to the gym, I, it's it can be fun at times, but like, yeah, it got, it gets repetitive. Yeah, it gets boring. Yeah. I kind of wanted to change it up, and so I kind of stopped going to the gym as much. And I was like, oh, rock climbing seems fun, uh, so I'll try that. Um, I used to also be terrified of heights, mm. so it was cool to kind of like that. Like since I've overcome that, it's like this is something that I feel like was closed off to me for a long time oh, when yeah. I was younger because it's like oh, oh, that's I can cool. only do so much. But now it's like oh, I'm not scared of heights anymore, so I can rock climb. Interesting. Like, so not only are you getting your exercise, you're fulfilling your your body needs, but you're also at the same time you conquered a fear that you already had. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. So I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Because I hate heights too, right. especially as a child. I would, yeah. Like even standing like you know on a ladder or something, I was like, nope, not yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah. No, I was it the was, same way. Yeah. yeah. It's always funny because you don't. You're not actually scared of heights. You're just scared of falling. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You're scared of hitting the ground. <laughs> yeah. If I could, you know, if I had. You know, wings or something. That'd yeah, be fine. Be you know, or a parachute. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll jump as far as you want. Yeah. But, uh, interesting. It's, it's actually interesting. I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about that recently. Like, the, the fear of heights and what it's actually rooted in. Okay. And it's like, your, your mind is sometimes afraid of the things that it can do. Like, you know that you are physically able, if you're at a high height, to just jump off. Mm -hmm. Like, you know that you're capable of doing that, and you're not sure if you are going to stop yourself or not. Mm, like, do, you ever, do you ever get that where you're like at a high place and you're just like oh jump like you just oh, like yeah. have that thought yeah or like, you're driving your car over a bridge yeah, and you're like I wonder like, if I just drove off what <laughs> yeah. would happen yeah right I like, get that all the time those weird yeah. like intrusive thoughts and it's like why yeah. did I do that but, yeah like, and like when you're scared of heights you're, that's what your brain's doing right it's like okay I could jump off oh interesting I'm physically able yeah. to do that <laughs> yeah like, there's nothing stopping me except for me right, right. and it's like almost uh, like it's a, a self-esteem thing Oh. Am I able to keep myself from uh, jumping off this ledge? I don't know if I... Like, I get what you're saying, but I I'm also, sure it's different for everybody. Yeah, and yeah. It might be more subconscious than than it sounds like it is. I but. think for me, it's just my like built-in self-preservation instinct. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I could jump off this cliff or the roof or whatever it is, or I could run my car off the bridge. But I really like living, you know? It's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. So and, I better step away from this ledge. Yeah. Um, right. But it's also, yeah, there, I think there's something powerful in standing on that ledge and thinking, okay, if there's a big gust of wind, I could die. Yeah. I will right. die. But I'm, I'm accepting those risks and, and being in the moment of high risk and accepting that. I don't know what I'm saying, but... <laughs> You kind of get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I do. There's something powerful in, you know, taking a big risk right. and just reveling in the moment of that. Yeah. Well, and I think with, so bring it back to rock climbing. Oh, sure. I think a big way, like, the way you kind of get over the fear is by falling, right? Right. Because, yeah. like, with rock climbing, it's either, you know, you're doing bouldering, which is, you don't have any ropes or harnesses, um, but you go up, you know, only, like, I think it's, like, max, maybe 20 feet, something like yeah, that. Like, you don't go up as high. And so then, and there's these big, thick mats on the ground that will catch you if you fall, right? So then it's like, you do that, and it's maybe scary once you get near the top, but then if you jump off or you fall off, whatever, you hit the mats, and you go, oh, actually, that wasn't so bad. From even 20 feet? Yeah, maybe right. it's maybe it's more like 12 feet, I think. It's yeah. maybe not quite that long. Okay. Tall I would be scared to be bouldering at 20 feet. Yeah, I think it's I think it's closer to, like, 10, 10 feet. 
Um, yeah, I I feel like the play like Project Climbing Center. Pro- I feel like it's something like twelve feet. Yeah, that's I, I think twenty feet is a miss. Uh, I don't know, but I'm not good at measuring things. No, in no my me, head. me neither. You know, when someone describes like, oh, I just got this picture and it's you know eight by ten, and I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, I, I just yeah, show yeah, it to yeah. me. No, I don't, I'm the same way. Yeah, but I think like with ropes, it's the same thing, right? Like you climb higher, but then it's like you fall and oh a rope catches me and so i don't actually hit the ground right so until the rope doesn't catch you and you die <laughs> right which hasn't happened to me yet. but then <laughs> clearly <so. laughs> uh, at least you you know you help out the next guy so they don't do it yeah they fix the rope yeah so when when getting over that fear of like of doing the actual climbing did right. you like fall on purpose just to like get over the fear uh, or did it like did it ever happen I, I i don't know if i ever did it on purpose but i definitely had times where it happened well even like doing ropes where you go higher right like that was the real scary one to me um but it's like once you get to the top you kind of have to fall right like you oh yeah i guess yeah you 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 know it's it's either that or you climb back down which is way harder (laughs) even worse yeah Yeah. even worse so like you have no choice right you get to the top and it's like the only way for me to get down is to just let go of the wall right and let the blair who's on the other end of the rope like ease me down gently what was the word you said blair blair yeah okay that's the guy, like, holding your ropes. That's the guy who's, okay. yeah, holding the ropes. And... Say, I don't know the lingo. Right. I remember, what, what's the word where the guy jumps from one side to the other again? Uh, it's, like, filet or something like that. Uh, it's not filet. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 it's, uh, shit, I'm blanking on it now. A dino. Dino. Yeah. That's what it was. Dinosaurs. Dino. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's not actually dinosaurs. It's dynamic. Dynamic, okay. Like, dynamic movement. It's, cool. I... So when John and I went that one time, yeah. then he there was this crazy like I don't know he was some looked like a guy that lives in his basement I don't know but <laughs> he was a sketchy kind of dude but he was like you could tell like we were there for like two hours or something and he yeah. was like amping himself up like the whole time oh yeah he's like talking to himself he's like I got this I got this and then he does this like dino thing he climbs up halfway up the wall and then he just jumps off Whoa. the wall yeah. And he does, like, a swing thing, so he, like, swings and then jumps and launches himself, like, to the other wall and grabs onto these rock things, and he doesn't fall. And I'm like, what the heck? Oh, that's crazy. It was nuts. The the finger strength and the, the, just the gall to do that. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. Like, I would biff it every time. Right. 100%. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, people are really talented. Well, yeah, I mean, we were there, and then we, like, I'm sure you talk to people all the time that are, like, eight, like, eons ahead of what you are, right? Yeah. I mean, what are you up to, like, V2s, V3s? Yeah, like, V3s, V4s. Oh, wow, you've got some improvements. Let's back up, because that was actually going to be my next question, is, like, how deep into this are you? Right. So I know nothing about rock climbing. What is a V? Yeah, so so most places, it sort of varies, but most places will use... Like, that's how you measure the difficulty of the, okay. the route that you yeah. climb. Um, so, like, a V0 would be, like, the easiest one. Okay. And then you'd move up. Usually they move up to, like, a V8 or, or okay. so, whatever. It's sort of the, the like engines. End. Right. Yeah. yeah, like engines. <laughs> uh, some I think some rock climbing museums use different measurement systems, whatever. Right. But, but that's generally sort of how it goes. So, um, so, yeah, like, the most that I can do, I guess, like, doing, like, a V3 or V4 would be kind of, like, mid-range. 
really. So I okay. can't really do the hardest ones, right. but like I'm a little bit above like the easiest ones. Okay. Yeah. So there's like V zero, which I was doing the whole time. Yeah. And it, it and was like tough. shaking in your boots the whole yeah, time. Yeah, like you yeah. can you can you can do the V through the V zeros and then you can get to the top and it's like, okay, I did it. Yeah. And then you get to the V ones and it's like a big jump but between the, each like, level. The other thing, like there's so different factors fat. that go into it too. So like if, for example, like I'm a tall guy. So there are some routes that are going to be easier for me, right. but some routes that are going to be harder for me, <laughs> right? So ones, some you have to like start really crouched down, and like, oh, okay. I'm terrible at those because yeah. I I can't start yeah, from that, yeah, that low down. You're too right? tall, but you like, can't scrunch yourself. If it's a route where like I have to reach really far, like I can do that because yeah. I have long limbs, right? <laughs> so I like very. There's a lot of different factors. So like a you know a V zero might be harder for me than a V one depending on the route. So it's not like a, I see. an exact science of yeah. like these are all automatically always going to be easier or harder for you. Um, yeah. Oh, tell tell him about Dan. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so our friend Dan was climbing with us, and he's taller than me. He's like six foot eight, I think. Yeah, six Holy. seven, six yeah, eight. I'm like six five for huge person. Yeah, can see me. you're six five. Yeah, you're uh, six five. Yeah. No way. Okay, we're gonna measure out. Yeah, that's like six, <laughs> six four. And I thought we were the same height. No. How tall uh, are you? I'm like six three ish. We'll measure after. Okay. Yeah. I'm like six nine for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just a giant over yeah. here. It's actually really hard for me to sit. <laughs> you know, I, I do it. Uh, I'm working on getting like nice chairs. I've been on Facebook Marketplace okay. all week, and I'm like, because I was like, oh man, if we're gonna have a bunch of cool guests on, uh-huh. I want them to be really comfortable. You know. You know what? You got the whiskey. You got to get those big like wing back armchairs. <laughs> That's what I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, but I want because like well, our other co-host Mike was saying that. He was like, "Oh, we need we need swivel chairs. We need swivel okay. chairs." But I'm like, "Swivel chairs that you make noise. Yeah, right. Like right. I'm making noise all the time moving right. this chair because right. I'm a dynamic speaker, so uh-huh. I'm always moving my hands and moving my body and repositioning. So I don't really want too much like swivel. Right. So I think like wingbacks. All right. Here's an idea for you: treadmills. <laughs> what? Just podcast on treadmills. Podcast on treadmills. Everybody just walking on treadmills as they're talking. And about we're just whatever. the whole like. Whatever long we record, we're all just out of. As the episode goes on, you crank up. Podcast ends when somebody passes. <laughs> yeah, when somebody falls off the <laughs> that just cuts. I'll be honest, that would be a really short podcast for me because I get like <laughs> ten minutes in and I'm like, nope. Yeah, it wouldn't take me. We're done. But anyways, this Dan. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what uh, what story Russell's been. No, just the that. fact that he's like six eight. Yeah, he was oh, really that tall, was it. Okay. and uh, he's trying to do this. Well, they have climbing. so on rock climbing, you have. Special shoes that you wear typically. You don't have to wear them. Okay. Uh, but they sort of help, like, I guess, compress your toes a little bit, make it a bit easier to use your feet to. Oh, okay. like gripping is a bit easier. And, yeah. uh, but is it like those toe socks? It's not really. It's, <laughs> have you it's, seen the running shoes that look like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're so weird. Oh, like, it, it's like you can see all the toes. Yeah, they're like like they're yeah. like sneakers, but they have the individual toes. Oh, I have seen those. No, it's weird. I, I always was fascinated by that the the movement where it's like you know we have to all run barefoot oh yeah, barefoot oh, yeah. And i'm yeah. like what no yeah. that's silly i'm gonna cut my hand or my foot open on yeah, something that's yeah, yeah. anyways but uh yeah anyways his feet were too big for rock climbing shoes so he had to use regular shoes and it was just like it was just so funny watching him this like gangly yeah. tall guy like reaching around and like He'd, some of the holds were so easy for them. Like, he could just skip right. over half the things and, and get yeah. to the top, no problem. Right? It's like so. an advantage in certain situations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. 
that's crazy. Now I want to meet this giant human yeah. being. You well, should, I, I should have him to, on the podcast. I've been trying. Okay. Yeah, I, I asked him the other day because I want because John kept changing the day on us. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. My bad, my bad. It's all good. You're here now. It doesn't yeah. here now. But because uh, I was really wanted John to be our first guest because yeah. I John is a very good friend of mine and I mm-hmm. value his what he says and I want it and I also wanted someone we were familiar with okay yeah. uh, for our first time right. I'm like oh if we got some rando on here yeah it's like fair. oh so what what do you do what what right like what's your passions I'm like uh, all right fine I think we have to work up to that okay you know no, I think fair. that it's I can like we could talk to people that we don't really know but we have to be prepped for it a lot more yeah. than we would if Right. Like, I already know that you like rock climbing, John. Right, so you know the questions to ask. Yeah, yeah that's I know point. that you're going to be like, oh, let's talk about rock climbing, sure. you know? Let's talk about something else you like. Rock climbing, that's about it. Ah, uh, no, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, what else? I mean, we play a lot of D&D together. We do. We haven't in a while, though. <sighs> Don't even get it's me started. Been a, it's been a hot minute. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. You guys playing that other game with Mike? Uh, yeah, I mean, when did we start, John? 2018 yeah that's i think that was around when i started playing yeah i would you and you invited me i had never played D, and then you were like hey we have this we play this game yeah you should come join us and i was like yeah okay why not yeah it's and then i was it's really me. hard describing Dungeons it is very and Dragons yeah you were people. i think you were like we're playing this board game night whatever and i was like yeah. okay i was like i'm not huge into board games but like i've played a couple so i'll just yeah. go check it out yeah i um i know thomas middleditch Middle, is it Middle yeah, Ditch? Thomas Middle Ditch. Middle okay. Ditch, yeah. He described it really good on a on an interview once, and I don't remember what he said. Basically, it's <laughs> I know <don't laughs> really right? <laughs> Look That's it up, great. people. Google it. Uh, but he said something along the lines of, "It's like this immersive experience, storytelling experience, where you are completely in the moment, and as soon as you leave that moment, you it's you can never replicate it." in you know you can't describe it you yeah. can't explain it to people yeah like have you ever tried to tell someone a story of what happened in D right. last night and then you're finished telling the story and they're just looking at you like oh yeah, yeah that sounds so that's lame fair. but it was yeah. like one of the most fun times yeah that you and it's remember. just for you because you were yeah. the only one there like even to other D players you're like oh let me tell you about what happened and they're like oh, okay yeah yeah but they weren't there so, right, so it doesn't mean the same thing. yeah yeah it's interesting but it's so fun. It is really it's fun. fun. Oh. Yeah, it is fun. I always wanted to play it. I'm really glad that I finally found people that like were mm. interested in playing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's something that you. What was that? There was a campaign in like Seattle, and it was like 30 years old. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. With These the guys same, with the same players, same people, years. same oh, players. Wow. I think they like changed characters a few times because okay. they kept dying. Yeah, but same world, same DM, same everything. That's crazy. And I'm like, you got to give those guys props. Yeah, that is powerful. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and just imagine like the history that you would have with these oh, other yeah. people. Yeah, like, all the inside the jokes. Yeah. Like even for us, it's like I could you know say an inside joke and like you would get it, but no, no one else gets it, right? Because right. you have to be there. Yeah, no, it's, no, no, it's true. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's great. <sighs> what was I saying before that? I don't remember. We're talking about rock climbing. Oh yeah, because we were talking about how how um oh having other guests how having other guests right. yeah also we were talking about chairs. Lots of and I'm working on getting nicer chairs. Okay. 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 So I apologize for the no, chair that you're fine. sitting in. I actually bad. just got that one too. Okay. It's yeah. A decent so chair. 
I I've like, sat in worse chairs. I want cushion. <laughs> I want super cushy, comfy okay. chairs, yeah. Yeah. but like refined, sophisticated. Uh-huh. You sure. know, all those things that make it look like we know what we're doing, but we don't. So that all the people listening to this can see. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that until now, but yeah, that's not going to help at all. No. Oh, we want to get video going eventually. Eventually. Yeah, you are. yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. I like that. The thing is, I don't know how video works. Okay. At all in this. I mean, I understand how it happens. Right. You just press the button. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a little man inside the camera. But, yeah. you know, most like video cameras don't like record more than like a half right. hour or something. Okay. Yeah. You have to get an actual. So. Yeah, that's true. I don't really. I don't understand what kind of like investment we're looking at. So, I'm not wrong, sure. Wrong person to ask. I think before... Yeah, right? We gotta get uh, Nick on here. Oh, yeah. He knows yeah. That. He would like this whiskey, too. There we go. His last name is Bullet. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. cool. Cool story. Was it a cool... No, it wasn't that great. Yeah. Anyways. But, yeah. Okay, John. Yeah. One of our uh, questions that we ask everyone okay. on the podcast. Sure. <laughs> we've asked every guest we've had. Okay. It's Starting true. now. Starting it's true. Now. Who are three people that you want on this podcast? Oh, I I don't know about anyone specific, but while we're talking about broadening to like sure people, sure. I'd love to hear more from people in like different areas of the community. So like to have farmers on, right? Or to have maybe people who are like involved in like local politics, mm-hmm. or have people who are like small business owners or like different stuff like that. I think that would be cool. I'd love to listen to like a community focused like, hey, these are people. In Abbotsford or Mission or whatever in the yeah. Fraser Valley that make a difference that are make a difference and yeah this and this is what they're doing right and this is what they care about and they're right so like that's what I would love to listen to is like hey these are my neighbors that are doing all this stuff and this is what they think and mm. uh, that's so, powerful I like that and so, honestly that's pretty much who I want on the podcast yeah. too I'm not gonna lie like those are probably three of the five types of people that are most likely going right. to be on this podcast. Right. I don't know about local politics because I don't know really. Yeah, really and I, you probably don't want to delve too deep into politics either yeah, on this podcast. It's, but, a, ah, it's a dangerous topic. It's a dangerous I'm not thing opposed to, to it. Into, but I don't think there's anything that's off the table. Sure. I mean, I we can have a conversation. You can have civil conversation about Yeah, it, you can. We can have a conversation about sometimes. anything, right? Right. right? You want to talk about the most heated debate right now? Whatever. I don't right. know. What's, what's the big thing right now? Uh, uh, I don't know. Epstein. His, that the, the Ghislaine lady, her right. trial's on right now, oh, which everyone should be paying attention to, by the way. But, like, you want to talk about that for an hour? I don't really want to talk about that for an hour. Right. Everybody else is I don't already know enough talking about, about it. Everyone else is, it, that's the thing, though. I don't want to talk about the stuff that everybody's right. talking about for two, like, well, a little bit. A little right. bit. Right. You know, we can talk about COVID. We can talk about politics. We can talk about, I love talking about the flooding. Yeah. Because that's But power. it's local. and It's, it's local, it's right? Local, yeah. It's, it's, you know, yeah. And I think if we talk, if we're talking local politics, yeah, I, we could talk about that for hours. Yeah. You know, like, oh, did you hear what they're doing with this building over here? And yeah, right. What did you think about the decision that Henry Brown made the other day? And right. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. let me talk about that. But yeah, I don't care about like if you want to like you know discuss what you think about Justin Trudeau, like, nah, yeah, whatever. I, I'm not a super politically active person, anyways. Yeah, so I don't I, generally come into like political discussions that much. I just don't really care to. I don't. I know enough to make myself dangerous, okay. but not enough to have informed sure. conversation. What do you mean, make yourself dangerous? <laughs> make myself dangerous in the sense that I can start conversations, then but then, the but if I, if I, 
am up against someone who clearly knows what they're talking about, I'm like, all right, I just dug myself a huge yeah, hole. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. You know, and also in the sense that, like, you know enough to be provocative or yeah, if you want right. to be, or you know enough to be like, whoa, what did you hear about this? And it's like, oh, you're just like a headline reader or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which <sighs> I really don't like. But, right. I mean, who has the time to read every article these days? Right. Not me. Not me. I also try not to click on them either. Yeah. So not to give them the, the clickbait. Because, well, like, so many things are clickbait so these days. So many things are clickbait. So much of the news is so depressing. Like, I honestly don't even really follow yeah. the news that much. I try not to. I follow, like, fun news, like science. Okay. Yeah. And, cool. like, oh, what are they building for rockets these days? And what are they... What kind of animals did they discover yesterday right you know all sorts of things we talk about animals a lot on no. this podcast it has come up a lot it because i love talking about animals because i think the way that people look at animals is the wrong way well not everyone obviously but i think that animals it's a one-sided argument so like we don't know what they're thinking but we know what we're <laughs> thinking so we're like oh we probably know what they're thinking so you're too. saying we should have the animals on the podcast <laughs> i <laughs> We should have now, an animal on this podcast. <laughs> we actually, I considered it for a while because I wanted to have like a cat and just like ask the cat questions and then like see what it does. And then I realized that was a ridiculous thing to do. And then I broadened my thought to a what cat. if we did cat ASMR. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, you know, like the cat when they do that like thing? Right. I think people would like that. It doesn't like what? You should do that in the link. No, I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. It doesn't work. I was reading an interesting article about cats the other day. Oh. The musical or the animal? The animal. Okay. Thank yeah. goodness. Thanks for the clarification. We're, the... we're going to forget about the yeah. new one. <laughs> the new one? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, about how they domesticated themselves. Oh, Cats are so smart. Yeah, it's interesting. So, like, they, they remained largely genetically unchanged for, like, 1,500 years. Huh. Like, from zero, the year zero, quote-unquote, to, like, 1,500 AD. They remained genetically unchanged. And then in Europe, in that 500-year span, they changed to be more domesticated to us. And they changed their behavior to suit us. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of just created a role for themselves wow. in our society. Yeah, which is like no other animal has done that. Yeah, which they they do have a purpose, like for catching mice and rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly, right? purposes. Pest control. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's how they found their way into. Right. But now it's like, it's they will change the sounds they make. Like so, a cat will meow to get your attention. Cats mm-hmm. don't meow at other cats. Mm-hmm. They do it to humans. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. it's their way of getting a human's attention. Yeah, really? and if they notice that a certain meow isn't getting the attention that it used to, they'll change their meow. Huh. I've noticed that in no my way. cats. Yeah, yeah, really? I've noticed it. That's yeah, cool. oh, they're so smart. They're they'll so change smart. the way it sounds to like get you to look at them and mm-hmm. like yeah. Because really, if you look at cats, like the vast majority of cats these days do not serve a purpose. No, no, they are just. They don't do anything for you other than companionship, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you could have any pet. I mean, it's the same with dogs. Yeah, well... Dog, dogs used to serve huge purposes, too, and a lot still do. Yes, of course. But the vast majority of them are just pets. And that's that's a really fun... That's a really interesting thing to think about, too, because dogs are so different than they were when man yeah. first found them, right? Yeah, I guess that's yeah. different than cats, right? Because they used to be wolves. But exactly. Right? That's you the know. thing, is we did that to dogs, right. whereas cats yes. did this to, to themselves. themselves. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That, so they, it's like forced evolution. Huh. Pretty that's much. That's wild. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Or, or no, I guess not yeah. forced, <laughs> but... Uh, 
But it was like they were drawn involuntary. to these, involuntary. They were drawn to these farming communities around like the agricultural revolution when we started huh. learning how to grow our own food. They right. were like these these big tall things, they have a lot of food. Yeah. We should hang out around these guys. Mm-hmm. So they like, started hunting mice and they would snack on our crops huh. and we just took them in over time. Do you know their glass, John? No, I think I'm good for yeah. now. But. Right. Help yourself. If you I, yeah, I mean, I love this stuff. This yeah, is yeah, great. It's good stuff. I've been drinking a lot of Canadian whiskey. Okay. So, like Pendleton's, and I have the real, I, fa- I think I found my brand. It's called yeah. Bareface. Bareface. And it's like elementally aged. Okay. Which I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I feel like that yeah. means nothing. It's just it's a brand It's Frontier Whiskey. It's yeah. just a cool branding thing. <laughs> but, um, so I. But it sounds cool, and yeah, I love the bottle, cool. and I, you know, look at me. I mean, if Bareface doesn't describe me, I don't know what does. Right. right. No, so, that's, that's fair. And it's good whiskey. It is. Um, but the thing with Canadian whiskey is that it's very different from other whiskeys, yeah. like Irish. Well, I, I feel like every country puts their own spin on whiskey. They do, yeah. And I'm, I'm sad because I just listened to this podcast about whiskey, and I learned so much, and now I forgot it all, uh. which is a shame. Yeah, I don't know a ton about whiskey, unfortunately. No, me I neither. Do. I like to drink it. That's about I'm, all I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get more. I'm trying to learn more about it. Yeah. Because I want to have more people on that know more about whiskey. Yeah. And I want to be able to say things that make sense. <laughs> okay. You know, like what what are the what are the malts mean? What is you know what malts are? Like, what's a single malt compared to a a, a what's double, double malt? Double, double malt's malt? got twice the amount of malts. <laughs> I, a, a single malt, I think, is when the it's one whiskey. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's single malt and then there's blend. Oh, so, like, okay. a blend is when they take a bunch of different whiskeys from a together. bunch of different distilleries and they mix them together to uh, make a different recipe. Whereas oh. single malt is, this is the whiskey that was made. Oh, okay. So, like, so if what? you're looking for good whiskey, you should be looking for, for single malt. There oh. are good blends, but blends also tend to be cheaper because they're mass-produced. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. See, so, yeah, I wasn't sure. I didn't know. Yeah. I do know that I like Jameson's IPA whiskey. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's like infused with IPA. IPA it's not whiskey. bad. Oh. I love it. It's so no. smooth. No. I have I got a bottle the other day. I, I got a coupon in the mail because we get it for like ordering like uh, like cow feed from Otter Co-op. Yeah. And who Otter Co-op also runs the Angry Otter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the liquor stores. The liquor store, yeah. So we got a coupon in the mail, and it's like, if you spend $100, you get 10% off at the liquor store. I'm like, that's not bad, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I had to go to the liquor store and <laughs> yeah, buy no choice. A, yeah. $100 worth of booze. And I'm like, all right, well, shucks. And I actually got it when it was done, and I got it to like 103 I was like, that's pretty good for just eyeballing stuff. Yeah. I like grabbed like a four-pack and another four-pack, and I had a four-pack of beers and, and some Rattlers and some ciders, so. and I was like, all right, one bottle of whiskey, and all right, we're good to go. Yeah, it was okay. good. I'm excited, because I got a cool a bunch of cool flavors. I'll show them to you after. Yeah, but, sure. You know, I got some from Russell Brewing, which is my probably my <laughs> personal favorite yeah. brewery. Oh, yeah? Um, I haven't had too many of their... Uh, That's the thing. They're harder to find in Abbotsford. Yeah, I don't see very many of them. And sadly, I haven't actually been to their place yet, Yeah, which is a real shame. Yeah, I haven't either, actually. If anything, I think we should go there. Yeah. Where are they? Yeah, where are they? Surrey? Oh, okay. okay. I believe. It's okay. No, you don't like Surrey? No, because it sounds like sorry. Oh, gosh, uh, Zach, you have the funniest jokes. Yeah, and then I have to explain them, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> it's okay, I got it. I got yeah. 
I always um I always use the analogy of dissecting a frog for like explaining a joke. So like, okay, if you don't get the joke, you explain it. Okay, you want to learn more about the frog, so you cut it open and learn more. But the frog's dead. Yeah, it's true. You know? yeah. yeah, it kills it. It kill you kill yeah. the frog, but you understand the frog more. Yeah, but the frog's sometimes dead. I'm a big fan of over explaining jokes. No There's way. a point where it becomes, where it becomes funny. funny. Yeah, I mean, right. you're a funny guy, John. I Thank mean, God. thanks. As you over you, Zach. Well, you know, I mean, I, but I can call. I do have to you. cut the frog open pretty often. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I won't say you don't, but you're also a funny guy. But I can also compliment you all the time because you're my co-host. Right, so, that's true. John, yeah. on the other hand, you should focus on John. You could just like text. Me. Like, yeah. In the middle of the show, be like, John. I think you're. <laughs> I think you're great. I know you're not here right now. I'm interviewing Dan, but uh, I wish you're a funny guy. <laughs> Asking him if he plays basketball. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. Okay, so his girlfriend is a marine biologist in okay. San San Diego. Diego. We I was going to say Francisco. Talk about animals. Yeah. I want to. See? She is. She does a lot of research on sea urchins, which is like one of my top ten favorite sea animals. Okay. There's a couple others in the top ten list, but sea urchins are up. There. At least nine other ones in the yeah. top ten list. Yeah. Good maths. Yeah. Did that all by myself. That's good. <sighs> Man, that's why you're my co-host. So what's, just... what's cool about Dan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was it. Just that his girlfriend's a marine biologist. That too. Yeah, so yeah. It's not even really about Dan. But... I don't know. I was just. I <laughs> you was, know what the, I coolest, was... the coolest thing about Dan is another person. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Dan knows a ton about stocks. He does. Yeah. So much. Well, that's the thing. When Dan gets interested in something, he like goes hard into it. Yeah. And like fully researches it. Oh, yeah. So he like started getting interested in the socks and he just spent so much time reading up on it and researching it. So he like learned a ton about it. <laughs> I thought he said socks. Like, <laughs> that too, probably. <laughs> oh, the wool fibers. Mm. So yeah, you know what? I'd say that's the coolest thing about Dan. It's it how, is. like passionate he gets about yeah. something. Those are the kind of people we want on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like the really passionate ones. Like, hey, clearly you like that. Tell me an, <laughs> Tell me about it for like an hour. Right. And they can go. I'm kind of like that. Like, if I find something that I'm interested in, I'll spend a lot of time, like, reading about it, learning about it, and then I will never apply any of that knowledge. Right. Like, I I like to absorb knowledge and then never do anything with it. Right. Right. Which I think is a good thing for this podcast. Mm -hmm. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, part of the reason we started the podcast was just to learn about cool stuff. Yeah. But also to have a better like grow my opinions on stuff because I know I know a bunch of people that know things and are experts on things right. way more than I will ever be and I think that that's really important but also if we come across something that we really like and we had no idea about it before like like making whiskey yeah. I've always kind of wanted to like start distilling but I don't know the first well, thing about you, it. You've done you've done brewing now. Yeah, yeah. So we you're do. like already started into the yeah. making alcohol. But anyone that actually makes like hard spirits, they, it's a big jump. Yeah, it's well, a I big it. jump. expensive to get all that equipment. Yeah, it is that too. Yeah. We actually the we have the uh, Bruzilla system. Okay. Which for anyone that's listening who knows what that is, it's good. It's really solid. <laughs> Um, but it's like an all-in-one, like you've seen it, you've seen yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it's the all-in-one, like, canister, basically, where you cook and mash. It's that big and, pot thing you have? Yeah, the big yeah. pot, yeah, yeah, essentially. But you can actually buy a distilling add-on, oh, and you okay. can put it on the top. It's like this big metal thing, oh, cool. obviously. But And you can kind of make 
spirits in it as well. So we were considering getting that at one point as well. But we hadn't really uh, perfected the beer making yet. So we were like, okay, like we should probably just focus on making delicious beer, which is really fun to do. Yeah. But, well, we always said this, that making beer is actually really simple. Making good beer is a different story. So we just focused on that. And, yeah, it's going pretty well. It's We've really been, like, laid back this past year. Like, we yeah. haven't done that much. Well, um, I... So I've had the honor of sampling your beers. That's true. You've made. <laughs> that's true. Um, and I can say I've noticed a big improvement from, like, the first batches you made. Right. I think I tried one of your first ever batches. Yeah. Well, you were there the first night. I was there the first night. So I tried your first batch. <laughs> that's a good story. I'll tell that later. Um, and I've tried your more recent ones and your more recent ones are way better so you've improved yeah. since the beginning by quite a bit i appreciate that thank yeah. you yeah, yeah, they've yeah. all been like okay the first batch wasn't that good <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> the last batches were really good i really enjoyed them. the second one we made was the worst one we okay. made it was just meh. yeah but uh, well no i shouldn't say that because we made another one after that uh like four or five and we like experimented with like real honey oh okay and it just it was terrible <laughs> it was bad it tasted like like banana cough syrup and oh, and, and chemicals and Ugh. it wasn't amazing. Uh, but we learned not to uh, go away from the recipe. Smart, good yeah. Thinking. So yeah. we're like, ah, we we're like four beers in. We're like, ah, we're fine. Yeah, like we can mix it up. We're, it'll be fine. No, don't do that. If you have a recipe, stick to it. Yeah, that's fair. It's just same as baking cookies. Like don't. Don't add things you don't know what you're doing. It's right. more okay. of a science. You gotta like really stick to exactly. Right. Yeah. You don't have a lot of flexibility. Yeah, because yeah. you don't really know. Because if something goes wrong, you don't know it goes wrong until, until like it. two months later. Yeah, when you crack those bottles open and you're like, "This sucks." Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but then you're like, "Well, it's too. You're way too far gone to like fix it, right?" You, because it could be the temperature and it yeah. could be. You know, bacteria gets in there, or it could be you cooked it too long or too short, or yeah. it could be uh, the grain was faulty or s- right. something like, right. or the bottling was bad, or it didn't ferment, or right. it didn't you didn't do the yeast properly, or what, or the hops, or whatever. Right? It could be anything. Yeah, it's fun, but it's you gotta know your science. Yeah, you gotta know your science. I get it. It's a cool what's, hobby. What's what's uh what's something that you what's a hobby you want to start, John? Or you do too, Zach. Like, what's something you want to get into? Yeah, I'll let Zach go first. <laughs> uh, I got into wood burning recently. Oh, cool. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I haven't talked to you about it yet. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that you shared that with me. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing some wood and burning John. recently. Right. I, I just picked up like a little twenty dollar tool, uh, and yeah, I've been kind of playing around with it, just uh, trying to do some stuff. It's yeah. it's pretty fun. That was always on my like list of things that I wanted to try. There was like there's probably like twenty five things where it's like in my lifetime I'm like I want to try like all these things. And I think wood burning was on there. Yeah, the tools are cheap. Like my like I said, yeah. mine was only twenty bucks, and it came with five different tips for like different kind of lines or shading or any okay, kind cool. of that. I tried shading for the first time last night. Didn't go great, but I tried it. And it's gonna take some practice, but well, I mean, yeah. nothing, nothing whole or nothing worthwhile is you ever get on the first try. No, ever. No. Did you think of another hobby that you want to? Uh, skateboarding. Ooh. Really? Yeah. yeah I, That's so. It's it's a punk. random one, but I I never learned how to skateboard. I snowboard, and this last summer, 
I did, took a trip to Tofino and I went surfing, which I really enjoyed, even mm. though I kind of suck at it still because I haven't done it enough. <laughs> so surfing's another one, but it's a lot harder to go surfing around here because you got to take a trip out somewhere. Yeah, there's like no later. water. So there's no water. There is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zinger. Um, That's but, funny. Yeah, I want to learn how to skateboard. I feel like it's one of those things that like could come in handy from getting yeah. to point A to B. Right. It's because it's way easier to carry a skateboard with you than it is to carry a bike with you. Yeah. That's true. And it would be fun. I feel like it's more work to skateboard though. It's more like hard on your body. Yeah, maybe. I for whatever reason I thought because I can snowboard, I thought skateboarding would be the same. I thought it would be easy, but it's not. Oh. It's for me, anyways. It's so much harder than snowboarding. I think all of those board sports are kind of different. Like, yeah, I, I used to skateboard, okay. um, and my knees, I think, are forever ruined from it. Oh, no. <laughs> like, mm. It might also just be that I've gotten older since then. But yeah, it's it's pretty hard work. But yeah. it, I did use it mostly as like a commuting tool. Right. It was when I was living in Edmonton, and I sometimes had to take a bus or a yeah. train to get to a different part of the city. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely not easy. No, <laughs> it's it's a workout. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, you can get the I see the like motorized skateboards that you get. You can get motorized skateboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they look like? Do they, they look like a uh, like a longboard jet typically. Okay. But then they just have like a motor underneath, and you have a little like remote control in your hand that you can oh, control it with. Fun. Um, yeah. And so then yeah, you just stand on this thing and zip around with it. Okay. Yeah. Now okay. There's skateboarding. Uh-huh. There's longboarding. Yeah. Then there's something called a dirt board. I don't know what that is. I think there's yeah. something called a dirt board. Yeah, there okay. is. What's yeah. the difference? Well, a, a dirt board is like, I think your feet strap into it like they do on a snowboard. Oh, but really? it's also just got like really big, beefy tires oh, that stick out like really thing. wide. And yeah. Huh. Yeah. They're not super popular. Okay. And that. It, I also think they have like a, there's a, a cable that you hold onto and it's a brake. Mm. So you can pull on it and like drift around. So it's kind of like an off road skateboard. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, fun. Yeah, that is fun. It's kind of interesting. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I think I had a skateboard as a kid, and I used it like twice. Yeah, it was never. I mean, I'm also not the one where it's like, oh, I'm gonna invest all my time in this yeah, skateboard. Yeah, I, I think that's part of my problem too. Is it's like I kind of want to get into it, but I don't think I really care enough to like <laughs> actually put in all the effort to get into it. Like I said, know enough to be dangerous. There you go. <laughs> I can definitely be dangerous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't take much. It doesn't yeah. take much. <sighs> You know what's interesting? How skateboarding has changed over the past, like, 30 years. Yeah, ever since Marty McFly invented it. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> See, I told you it was funny. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah, well, crack me up, John. Well done. Man, also, Back to the Future movies, oh, so, so good. good. That's probably, like, a perfect movie right there. Did you know it took nine years to write the first Back to the Future movie? Really? Yeah. It took them nine years to write that movie. And it was a I'm, masterpiece. I mean, yeah. I'm glad they took that long. Yeah. Because yeah. if they had just rushed it in like two years, then it would have sucked. Yeah. Probably. That's why they took nine years with it. I wonder. Okay, well, I'm getting on too many tracks. Because like it's skateboarding starting as like this super punk thing. Yeah. Like it was anti-establishment. Right. It was rebellious. a big counterculture thing. Yeah, it was yeah, counterculture. Yeah. And now it's like. In, it's an Olympic sport. It's an Olympic sport. No. Is it an Olympic sport? It is an Olympic sport. Yeah, okay. I think it's the I first year sure. that it was Olympic. Right? Yeah, this last year was the first yeah. year. And that it same was with rock climbing. Rock climbing? Oh, really? Yeah, rock climbing is an Olympic sport this year. Oh, oh cool. man. Yeah. You, John, you should be an Olympic athlete. I'm not that good. <laughs> yeah, but you could be. If I really worked there. You have a face for it. Thanks. 
<laughs> I mean, I, would, I, would, I mean, you don't have the body for it, so okay. I was trying yeah. to give you something. <laughs> Thanks. What kind of uh, Olympic sports do you do with just your face? What's the one where you shoot guns? Uh, where you ski and then shoot guns? Or yeah, just shoot guns? but just the shooting part. Just the shooting part. Because you use your eyes for that. Shooting, probably. I don't know. I, I don't know. Is that but ski yeah. shooting? <laughs> ski is that shooting? what it is? No, ski shooting is different. But you also use... Did you know that Dave Grohl was on a, ski, a professional ski shooting really? team? Really? Yeah. No, that's weird. Yeah, I learned it today. On Smartless? On Smartless, yes. Smartless. What, what is Smartless? Tell me what Smartless oh, is. Well, basically, it's Jason Bateman and yeah. Will Jason Arnett Statham. and Sean Hayes. So then they basically do a Smartless podcast. It's called... Sm- I'm going to say Smartless like 10 yeah, times. I can't wait. Yeah, the podcast is called Smartless. <laughs> <laughs> So they do a podcast, and they basically have celebrities on, and but they don't tell. So one of the three hosts picks the celebrity, or not always a celebrity, whatever guest it is, and then they don't tell the other two, and then they have to get, try and guess who it is. And then they just, they're really good at banter, and they're really funny yeah, they're really a funny. lot of the time. So like I just listened to the one with Robert Downey Jr. and Dave Grohl, and some politician lady. Is that all the same episode? No. Oh, okay. The episodes are... I was going to say, that would be really interesting. No, they have a, <laughs> a, a different guest each episode. A different okay. guest yeah. every episode. Yeah. You know, they've been doing it for a while. I think they started, like, at the beginning of the COVID. Okay. Yeah. And then, because they were all bored and stuck in their houses. Yeah, it's great. So they interview them, and they just... So funny. Yeah. Super, super funny. Cool. I'll check it out. And they're just... It's like if... It's like kind of like like when we get like the guys together, and it's like just banter the whole yeah, time, yeah, like yeah. ragging on each other and doing bits, and just being hilarious. And then they, but at the same time, they're like learning from these people that are on, and you know Neil deGrasse Tyson is talking about space and how cool space yeah. is, and like these mirror satellite things that they're doing, and uh, and then they just make it funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. Cool. Yeah. I'm also a really big podcast listener, so yeah, I, just, right. I pretty much find a new podcast every, just about every week. Yeah, I don't listen to them, but I follow them. Because yeah. I can't keep up. Yeah, I pretty much binge listen to like one podcast at a time. Like, I do that too. Uh, I'll find yeah, a okay. podcast, I'll binge the entire thing, yeah, and then I'll find a I new find podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Smart List is great. Yeah. And there's so many good podcasts. I'm trying to find more local guys right now. Yeah. Uh, and just like really small ones, like... People from Alberta, and it's like, oh, I started a podcast. I'm like, well, all right, I'll follow you. Yeah. I'll give you like a list. I'll listen to a couple episodes, and yeah, just you do should, it. Uh, check out this podcast I heard about. It's called The Modern Rustic. Oh, heard uh, it's really good. I, I haven't actually listened to any episodes yet, but <laughs> they I should heard really get things. them on the internet. They, should, they really should. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to find. It's not super accessible at the moment. You have to be on the show to hear. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have an audience of one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's like the most, like indie thing ever. <laughs> a podcast, but we don't record it. So, so that's just, just a conversation. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's super funny. Yeah, I've been in a few of those. <laughs> a, few, a few unrecorded podcasts. A few unrecorded podcasts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is a conversation if not just an unrecorded podcast? <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I like it. I said it, so I have to stand by He's it. not wrong. Yeah, you do have to stand by it. Yeah. You gotta wear that like a badge of honor. <laughs> oh, man, I should. I wish I had a badge of something. You should get a badge. Get a sheriff's badge. But Adam, I'm not a sheriff. 
you're the sheriff of this podcast. Oh, oh. oh. You're, you're the sheriff? I wanted to be the sheriff. <laughs> uh, I'll be the mayor. How about that? Okay. Then I can be the sheriff. Or if, if it's like an old west town where the mayor and the sheriff are the same person. Okay. It's whatever you guys want. And, the, and he also owns the saloon and the bank. <laughs> you're the hosts. Since Mike's not here, we can just assign his job. And that's true. He doesn't get one. Yeah. Or he could be the janitor. <laughs> the barmaid. <laughs> barmaid. That's I could see him with like like a bunch of big glasses of beer in his hands. Yeah. Like, oh, that'd be great. John, okay. what do you want to promote? Yeah, give us something, man. Man, I don't know. It could be anything. A podcast, Honestly, a show. Right now, I'm watching. just really feeling this bullet whiskey. So that's gonna be my my. No, come on, that's not. I don't know. I'll give it to you. It's valid. It's valid. I also can vouch for Smartless. That's true. So, what are some of the podcasts you listen to, John? Uh, Do you you, you still listen to podcasts? Yeah, a little bit. Mostly, I've been listening to Smartless. Okay, Um, that's the main one. I really like the Tim Ferriss show. I'll listen to his episode. Tim Ferriss, who's that? Tim Ferriss show. He's uh he's done a lot of different things. To be honest, he's done like a lot of different businesses and things like that. Mm. Um, but he'll have a lot of guests on as well, and he'll interview them. And he always has really good ones. Uh, he did one where he interviewed Terry Crews, which is really oh, good. I love That's Terry like Crews. My favorite podcast episode ever. Really? Yeah. Um, Why is it so good? That's just uh, Terry Crews is so good. Oh right, he's got like such great things to say, and like it's yeah, it's so cool. I saw a clip of Terry Crews the other day, and it was like one of those like one of those like motivational like Instagram accounts where it's like always like celebrities saying oh, like yeah. be the best person you can be. And I'm like yeah, Terry Crews, yeah. yeah. Terry he's like Cruz. be the best you can be. Don't give up. And I'm like yeah. As I was just sitting on my butt, just doing nothing, <laughs> watching Instagram videos, I'm like yeah. I'm empowered. Yeah. And then I went back to work. Terry Crews is the man. He's great. That's a cool guy. But let me tell you about a good TV show, John. Okay. Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. <laughs> Yellowstone. talking about it. Is so... I'm is only, it? I'm only like three episodes okay. in. I gotta so, watch it. But I'll like, add it to the list. It's that show that any like country person talks about where it's like, oh, are you watching Yellowstone? It's like, yeah, man. You see what... I've uh, heard... I've heard... Kevin Costner did this week on Yellowstone. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. I'll watch it. This is a new show, right? It's it's on its fourth season. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so it's been really. around for a while. And I know, like, a lot of my friends in Alberta watch, like, basically everyone in Alberta watches Yellowstone. Yeah. It's just, like, a thing they do. Yeah. Everyone has to watch it. So I feel like I had never heard of this show. And then, like, in the last two weeks, I feel like everyone is talking about it mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Oh, it's... Or just you're talking about it enough for 50 people. Because <laughs> you've been that, talking about it a lot. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. And I... I, I I mean, that's a compliment to me. But, uh, no, they, it's getting a lot of, like, heat right now. Or not heat, I should say, but a lot of popularity because they're, they, like, delve into, like, controversial issues around, like, some, like, farming stuff. and Because okay. it's, like, this big ranch in Montana yeah. where they have all these cows. And it's, it's like, hardcore sometimes. They, oh. like, kill people. They blow people up. So, typical farmer stuff. <laughs> yes, we all do that. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 really easy to get into like okay. oh man, like you're rooting for like John Dutton who's like the main character, okay. Kevin Costner. He's like he's got this big ranch, he's like a government guy not a government guy, but he's like has like a high position. He's like, a governor or something like that. Uh, something like that. But like they play he's got a bunch of kids and then they like they try and like work their way into like taking control and like protecting the ranch, yeah. but they also have an actual ranch, and they're like rounding up cows and, and riding horses all the time, which is awesome. You know what? I'm sold. I'll watch. Really? It. Yeah. Really? I'm sold. It was, that didn't take much. No, I've I've heard from other people good things about it also. 
Okay. So it's like this is just like pushed me over the edge of like okay now I gotta finally watch. It. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think it's kind of like Game of Thrones style where it's like everyone everyone's the villain oh, okay. and everyone's the hero. Okay. Because like they're just people and they're complicated. No, that was right. like always my favorite part of Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. And where it's like, okay, like that guy's clearly a bad dude, but the guy that hates him is also a bad dude. So, but like I like him more than the other one. Yeah. You know. Or like how. Like, I, I thought it was interesting watching Game of Thrones uh, in the last couple seasons. Spoilers. You're like, oh yeah, spoilers I say before now. for this show that ended five years ago. John, have you finished it yet? I haven't, but go ahead. So, in the end of the, I won't, like, not big spoilers, but in the end of the show, you're kind of rooting for Jamie Lannister. Like, he's like, he becomes one of your favorite characters. I would you're say like, so. I really hope sword lessons go great this week for Jamie Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> but we forget that that show began... He was a with dick. him pushing a child out of a window yes. because he was seen having sex with his sister. Yes. We didn't like Jamie Lannister in the beginning. He was the most despicable character. And then over eight seasons, you just like... They, yeah. He got such a good redemption arc. Like He did. But that's the thing is, like in season eight, he probably would still push that kid out the window. Yeah, probably. No doubt. Yeah. Bran. Like, he pushed Bran out the window. And it's like, he would probably do the same thing in season eight. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, there was no more kids around, so he couldn't do it. Well, there was no I, I think he were dead by then. So. Well, after Daenerys burned everyone, yeah. Uh, I think he had changed by that point. Like, He had changed, but he would still, you know, choose, protect Cersei over some kid. Yeah. Like, no doubt. Yeah. So it's, every, I love it because everyone's like, we're, we have a little good and we have a little bad, and sometimes it's more and sometimes it's less, and... But they're just all humans, and they make human decisions yeah. based on loyalty and greed and lust and love and what they think is right. And I, it's great. Yeah, that's become a really big thing in uh, in TV shows now. It's just having every character be morally gray, right. and the show yeah. never picks a side. Right. Yeah, like Breaking Bad did that. Yeah, did um, they? Well, I mean, Breaking yeah. Bad kind of had the protagonist be. I guess pretty he, bad dude. It became a, a worse guy as the show. That's went true. On. Yeah, in the beginning yes. he wasn't. I think it's sort of an opposite in the sense he yeah. had. A, you know. Yeah, that's like the opposite of Game of Thrones because you try want to see a redemption arc, the, the but he show. starts good and he goes. He's bad at the end, which when, is crazy. Yeah. When you were watching Breaking Bad, though, did you want to see Walt redeemed, or did you want to see him get worse? I think, get what was coming. Yeah, to I think by like the middle of the show, I wanted to see him redeemed. By the end of the show, I wanted him to get what I don't. Yeah. I but like, like, I think to me, Jesse became the character that you yeah. wanted mm. to succeed. Yeah, he was who you were rooting for. In that he show, was the one who sure. you were rooting yes. for. So he really became the main character by the end. Yeah, yeah. Because even though he was just as involved as as uh, Brian Cranston was, yeah, he's still seen as the innocent, you know, lackey who was like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Well, even though was, he was a drug dealer. He was a victim in a lot of Walt's, was. like, yes. dealings, though. And he, like, even in the last season, he was a victim to everyone else, too. Like, yeah. those Nazi guys that oh, kept man. him. You ever see uh, El Camino? The one that, oh, uh, yeah, it's so, so good. good. I gotta rewatch it, because I, I wasn't really able to pay attention when it came out, but, yeah, I gotta watch it again. Yeah, I, I enjoyed really, what I saw. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really yeah. good. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. right. I feel like that's a good place to end. Yeah, on that note, screw you guys. Oh. <laughs> <I'm out of> <laughs> <here>. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs>